You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. We got the second episode of Odds and End Zones on BGN Radio right now. I'm Seamus Clancy. I'm joined by my boy, Zoe. What's it's up? the first day of hoodies and shorts weather in Philadelphia. Have you been outside yet? Been outside school. Uh, I did daycare drop off at seven thirty, and it was a crisp fifty-seven degrees. This is perfect champion hoodie and Adidas shorts weather. Uh, God bless us. When Ashley opened the door, my girlfriend Ashley to like go out to the car to drive to work. I just heard the door open, and she went, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo, so <laughs> in my in my my in my dad years, um, I've been yearning for the final day to cut the AC off, and I was like, "Thank God!" I was like, "This is this might be the day we finally get to turn it off." That's um, what my my dad would say about my grandfather. If it was the winter, he'd walk in and he'd be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's turn it down to a hundred in here, given how hot." Do you know what I mean? See what I'm saying? Like that's, that's, yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Man. That's, that's dad that, energy. That big dad energy. Right, we got. It's weird to say that something's a must-win and it's a cliche and everything, but with the way the Eagles' schedule is yeah. lining up, so the Chiefs at home, probably a loss. They're going to Carolina, who I think, paper tiger maybe, but they're still 3-0. and I think they're well-coached. Joe yeah, Brady's awesome. Joe Brady should be a head coach. I think I Matt is that, uh, that good leader of men type yeah. head coach. Yep. CMC hurt his hamstring last night. And J.C. Um, Horn's going to be out two, three months. J.C. Horn's going to be out for a while. It sucks. I love, I love, I love JC Lions. He's a really, really, really good corner. He's gonna be really good for a long time. But yeah, uh, hope he gets well. But yeah, like CMC, I know I saw him limp off last night. And then um, but aside, I mean, aside from that, they're still a very, very, very well coached team. Yeah, they're, they're gonna be a tough, they're tough out regardless. Especially on the road. If we caught him at home, maybe it's yeah. like I almost wish that one of those Chiefs or Bucks games was on the road because it feels like an inevitable loss anyway. Yeah. Whereas Actually, I'd rather maybe one of those toss-up games be in Philly instead. Yeah, I feel like we were – I would have preferred to maybe go out to KC first. Yeah. You know, it's like probably get, an get it out either way. way. It's going to be a very, very, very tough game regardless. It's going to be tough. That, that, that Tampa Bay game is going to suck. It's going to be annoying, um, especially without yeah. PG. The line's already out for, like, they do, like, the week ahead lines. Chiefs are only minus six and a half against the Eagles in Philly. And I'm like, I would, I know, I don't ever really bet against the Eagles, though that's something that, uh, yeah, feels like one of the easiest smashes ever. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> you probably hammered the hell out of that. Of course. Yeah. But we got some lines going for this week we're going to talk about. Eagles, they've been at four on some books, but I'm seeing at plus three and a half. Plus three and a half is always the juiciest, you know, perfect bet for yeah, you. If, you, if yeah. you're getting a th- plus three or minus three, yeah. you're buying that extra point either way sometimes. But these games are always close, and I have some notes about that. But I think plus three and a half is 
I'd rather take that than money line. I'll say that. Yeah, that's probably. I mean, it's, that's looking at all things considered. You know how both teams look last week and how early in the season it still is. That I have, I probably have no problem with that. Yeah. And one of the lines I saw on DraftKings, we're not sponsored by any book, but just kind of seeing what I see out there, <laughs> is the largest lead of the game over under 14 and a half. I think that's a good under. Over was minus 110, under minus 120. I'd probably take it. That's a good under. Yeah, I think that's a good under. I, like sometimes people get weird about the crazy kind of random prop bets, but I think that's yeah. one that's kind of under the radar you might not think of. I think it'll be a close game. I'm not saying that the – I don't think it's a slam dunk one for the Eagles by any means. Yeah, I don't. All. And I also think that, um, you know, they, they tend they tend to play really well when they go down there. Yeah. Um, but it's never – it's always one of those games where it feels like it should be a blowout, but it's not. So yeah. like, even if they play their best game, they still – the biggest league still might wind up being seven or eight points. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they, they'll probably they can just come out smoking and still go into halftime and only be up eight points or something like that. Yeah. And building off that one thing I saw, I've never bet on something like this before, was betting on overtime. Mm-hmm. Plus nine fifty. Yeah. I looked it up. Dating back to twenty fifteen, three of the last six Eagles Cowboys games in Dallas have gone to overtime. You had twenty fifteen, Jordan Matthews has that 41-yard touchdown yeah. pass from Sam Bradford. 2016, the it's the first Wentz versus Dak one down there. Jason Witten catches that Jason touchdown Witten, in yeah. overtime on Sunday yeah. Night Football. And then you had that afternoon game in 2018, the Cleet Blakeman fumble recovery game. Oh, yeah. Was it Razul Douglas kind of drops or misses yeah, that yeah, interception? Yeah. And they score. Interception, yeah. So that's three of the last six. And – the only two real outliers there are when the Eagles smacked the crap out of them 37-9 in 2017, the Super Bowl yep. year. And I don't remember the last score last year, but uh, er, pretty even early, but Dallas pulled away pretty handily yeah. uh, by the end of the game, even right, with yeah. Andy Dalton out there. With the red rifle out there. Yeah. QB1 in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a joke, whatever. Yeah. You think Fields going to ball out? I do. I I love him. I, He's great. I, love, I love them when he was. I love them. Listen, this is how how far me and me and Justin Fields go back. I loved him when he was on uh, QB One on Netflix. Oh, okay. He was so that show for, for anyone not to know. It's a really good show. You guys should look it up um, because there's actually a couple of ballers on there. So it basically follows college, well, high school. Excuse me, high school prospects. Um, obviously all quarterbacks in their senior year um, at their respective high school. So the year he was on, um, he it was him and a couple other guys, but obviously he was like the, the most talented one. And that was when um, I, I, I saw him, I was like, this dude is big as hell, man. Like he is, he is, he is a monster and he's, he's really, really smart. He can really throw the ball. I, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna sling it this weekend. Um, yeah. He's a really good guy. I like. And the next season of that show, Spencer Rattler, the okay. lead candidate from University of Oklahoma, was on it too. So a couple of a couple of QB one, QB one alums 
uh, hopefully have uh, looking to have big weekends. But yeah, definitely check it out for for anyone who's interested. Um, but yeah, I think he's gonna really sling it this weekend. I feel like Eagles fans are on the cusp of the greatest market inefficiency since Billy Bean and Moneyball figuring <laughs> out that they were walks. Jalen Hurts rushing yard props. And I have them written down. They've jumped up as the week's gone on over the first two weeks of the season. But in week one, the line on these are all on DraftKings opened at 39 and a half. Rusher 62, that's a hit. Last week opened at 49 and a half. And I think in week one, it eventually ended up at 49 and a half. It ended up. It was 44, remember? It ended up at yeah. 49. Okay. And then he ended up with 82 last week. Yep. And for this week, highest of the season so far, opened up at 54 and a half. And within a couple of minutes, is already at 55 and a half. So I think until we see a, another huge 300-yard passing game from him this season, I know he had done that last season, he's still – I think he's a guaranteed at minimum 50 yards a game. Yeah. I, and I also, um, I feel like – I mentioned it – I know I mentioned this to you last week, but I've been telling everybody who listened, it, it doesn't take that long for a running quarterback to get their ladies going. Like all it takes is one one collapse for for him to get up on the horse and go. And you look at what like Dallas's D line is. I think I think they're outweighed by like maybe fifty pounds per guy yeah. um, against against our, the Eagles' offensive line. But I, I do feel like he's going to have a really good night using his feet, whether it's <laughs> whether it's by design or just by happenstance. But um, yeah. I know. Dallas is getting Randy Gregory back. Like he was just activated off the off the COVID list, uh, so he'll be activated. Like he's a big part of what they do to rush the passer. Um, they're without Demarcus Lawrence because he you know with that broken foot, but they're getting Gregory, and then you know they got Michael Parsons playing edge now. So like there's there's going to be some opportunity for Jalen to to get out and go to save himself and to save the play. So I, I think you you're a fool these next couple of weeks to not put money on him getting over whatever those yards are. Yeah. So he has that 54, 55 and a half. His longest rush is set at 16 and a half. Last week, the the long for him was 27. Like it's. And that's one play. That's one third and six that the pocket breaks down and he scampers and gets out of bounds. What's I'm saying? Oh, that's literally, that's literally one breakdown. And we, I mean, we saw it last week when, uh, when Bosa ran over Mayada and he had to, and he had to get going the, the yeah. second time he got sacked, but the first time, you know, he spun out of it and, and, and got going on, you know, but I, I feel like it's, it's almost free money. I, that's such a cliche, but this, this prop for me, for us is definitely free money. I was hitting this in 2017 with Wentz. This is before kind of the legal sports book explosion, yeah. but I, I don't think they realized how mobile he was that season. And it was only going to be things like it was like 17 and a half and something like that in some games. And he was doing that yeah. Houdini stuff all the time. Yeah. So I think that's one thing. Obviously, it's it's probably the most exciting bet you can make out as an Eagles fan, right? Yeah. You have a young, fun, exciting quarterback. And when he's mobile, that makes it even more wild and captivating to watch. So whenever he gets that ball outside and he's running up the field, that's when that the juice you get from a nice bet really comes into play. That's when I think that's what we missed last week too. Like I, I mean, you were there, so you, you know. Yeah. I was. 
I went to, you know, we both were, were out tailgating, but um, I felt like the vibes were weird from the jump. I don't know. Too many Niners fans. Too many, it, it was it was weird, dude. It it I don't know if they're because there might be a there's a bandwagon element to that, I think, because before the Cowboys were the Cowboys, the Niners were the Niners. Mm-hmm. So you might have family strongholds that go back to the yep. 80s there, or they might have traveled well. But it it was weird. I had Cowboys or sorry, Cowboys. 49ers fans behind me the whole game, and they were just as annoying as anything in the world. And it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel like a home opener. Yeah. And it certainly didn't feel like a home opener after 623 days since the last true full capacity Eagles home game. And that that was the – I had a lot of people, uh, similar to what you just said, who were at the game telling me, oh, I was surrounded by 49ers fans. Like, where was the last time you went to an Eagles game and said that, that you were surrounded by fans of the other team? You know, we talk uh, about Eagles takeovers. I, I would legitimately consider that a 49ers takeover. That's oh, for sure. Yeah, and the it stadium. was in the parking lot, too. You were tailgating. There were a ton of Niners fans. That's what I was – that that was literally – that's when I realized the vibes were weird. Like, I was walking through literally waves of 49ers red. fans to get to people. Like, there was, like, a sea of red. There was no – there was there was like hardly any uh, there was there was it was really 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 weird man like you can tell it was a concerted effort but it was also like there was like pockets of Niners fans who knew that that they were like they were doing their own thing so like not yeah. even all of them had like the same ticket source they all got like some kind of hookup to where there was just pockets of them literally everywhere it was yeah. nuts it was it was like we were traveling to that territory. Yes. And we've seen Eagles fans do that our whole lives, really, since the Reed Hour. That's we, did it. we did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. Game. Yeah. Yeah. We did it when they played in LA a couple times. And when I'm walking into the stadium and it's not the huddled masses all bunched together doing 500 EAGLES chants, it just felt a little off. And maybe because it's warm out, it's not that great fall weather or or winter weather, and that could play a role. But it was just off. I thought the vibes were going to be tremendous. They had that rocking of Atlanta in week one. San Fran's a little banged up. Yep. We're coming home for biggest home game since pre-pandemic. Let's roll. And welcome to that stadium, kind of the uh, bottom dropped out. And we, talk we talked about this guy last week, but – I think that to the start where the vibes were off, but really getting down to the goal line, like Kez not scoring on that on that touch, on that catch was was the start of it. I think I I, I thought. What did it look like on TV? Because I'm at I was sitting in the end zone. That's not usually where I sit for games. So, but I'm, I'm in the south end zone, so he's okay. running away from. Me. He's running away. So from yeah. So did he look like he just got? Gassed was the defender going full Ben Watson on the against the Broncos. What was the situation there? It on TV, it genuinely looked like one like he one like he either got caught up or he was just almost out of gas. But there was so it, it looked it looked really weird for a guy that fast. I really think that they just had a good angle on him, um, yeah. and they just you know a last ditch effort kind of tripped them up. Because if it was if it was one on one 
or even something where they he just got behind both of them, I think he scores. But it really, I, I really think it was a case of them just having, of the safety just having a really good angle on them. And it sucks That's because, rough. like, you want that play to be a touchdown. Like, it should be for. It's got. Again, you can't have a ninety-plus yard play that doesn't end in six. It, it's like that's that's bad energy going into that goal to go situation. The false start kills them. Right. They don't punch it in. And then and then it's and then it just rolls downhill. We saw it. Like they they didn't they didn't punch it in from there. And they'd have then, ten points right there. The stadium would would blow it up. And there, that's what I mean, stopped. not even if they didn't hit the Philly, especially even if they just ran, you know, hurts up the middle or something. It doesn't matter. And then you get down there again, you get stopped again, and then you miss a field goal. The field goal's a good spot. And I missed. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, it just rolls downhill. It, it's the momentum. All of a sudden, took a huge turn, and you're like, oh boy, you like you get that feeling again, like oh boy, it's gonna be one of those games, and like everybody just. And then when BG when BG gets hurt, that's when BG got hurt, and I think everybody was just like, "Oh yeah, all right." That well, sucked the energy out of them. Literally, whatever energy was left, literally left when BG left the field. Everybody was just like, "All right, cool. We'll, we're just we're probably going to have to chalk this one up." Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between so you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected, and 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, Trust Atlassian Software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you all on the same page from start to finish. That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR and legal, can stay connected and move together as one towards shared company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian.
We uh, kind of called a little bit that Quez longest reception and longest pass for Jalen. You said it. On you the DK book, they don't have – they have a longest reception category, but they don't strangely have Quez Watkins. They have uh, two Cowboys tight ends, Blake yeah. Jarwin and Dalton Schultz. They have C.D. Lamb, Devontae Smith, Ezekiel Elliott, Jalen Rager, and Tony Potter. They don't have him on there. It's a little strange because then what are you going to do it like 65 and a half or something like that? Yeah, basically, right? Where does I guess it go? That's probably what they're saying. Like, with, with, with his baseline, you say like yeah. over, over, under 54 yards or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So Jalen's longest completion is still 36 and a half. I think the talk about his arm strength is wild because I'm not sure it's arm strength. I think it's timing placement and accuracy a little bit he misses Devonte smith early yeah. in the game on that touchdown and that should have been a touchdown he just misses the guy I think. yeah then he has the that play to quiz perfection and then his best throw of the day doesn't even count on that yeah. not quite a hell mary deep ball right. but a shot downfield an explosive 20 25 plus yard play to regger where he has the illegal touching penalty I so think, i think and we yeah. well i think that so I think on that Rager play, Rager's also got to help him out a little bit. Like yes. you can't get yourself squeezed like that. Um, he, that doesn't happen to other teams. Like a guy gets squeezed that's, with, so with the inability to get. It's not because the pass was too far out towards right. the sideline. He just couldn't get separation on it. That's that, that's exactly what happened. You you, you got to help yourself out. You got to help your you got to help your quarterback out. Like a good like a good receiver. Just doesn't that doesn't happen. You yes. cannot let that happen, especially in such a crucial point of the game where points are at a premium. Yeah, you you, you, got to you you have to release better than that. Um, but I, I agree. I think to your point, I don't think it's an arm strength thing at all. I think it's actually just a a time and accuracy thing. And for, fortunately, unfortunately, like that doesn't come two weeks in. We don't we don't know when. Yeah. but like they work. We know they work on it. Like we know he mentions working a lot with Devontae and Kaz and everyone else and, and really working to to get that get that stuff going. Those are just reps. Like they need more reps together. They need more, you know, more mental and, and practice reps together. So we're gonna be, we're gonna have to be patient with it, but I, I don't think it's a an arm strength thing at all. I think it's just a matter of of him putting it exactly where they need it, like understanding like where Devontae needs it, where Kez needs it. Like, like Quez is the kind of guy who um, – you know, he's a speedster. So, like, if you put it five yards ahead of him, he's going to catch up to it and just keep yeah. going. And there's been this weird switch in the Hurts narrative where last year, all summer, obviously he can run. He can throw the deep ball, but can he hit those shorter throws? Right. And then in week one, they don't throw really anything deep. He's pretty accurate on those intermediate routes going towards the sideline. And then week two, misses one deep shot, connects on one of them and should have been two of them, two two plays that should have been two touchdowns. And now we're saying his arm strength isn't there. Well, I think it's clear his arm strength is there. If he's improving on that short game stuff, once the timing works out in real game situation, once Rager kind of gets there mentally – once Quez has his maybe conditioning a little better, once he connects with Devonta, it's not really an issue to me. I, it, just, it just seems to me that there's been a 
just like pushing the goalposts forward, right? And just trying to trying to come up with a reason as to why you don't trust him. Like if yeah. someone doesn't trust him, you you never gonna trust him. It's like it's like a point guard in basketball, right? Like no no plan. What do those What do those look like? Right. <laughs> I haven't seen one in uh, about about ten years, but I, again, I digress. Um, like if if he's if he's doing everything that you said he couldn't do, you're, you're gonna continue to push to to push the goalposts and say, oh, you yeah. know what? But he can't hit the intermediate route. You know, I haven't seen him hit. I haven't seen him hit an intermediate route in the red zone yet. So like. You're gonna pick and you're gonna nitpick yeah. as much as possible. But his longest completion is 36 and a half. I think you know, you can't parlay all this stuff, but I really do like that. Down in Dallas itself, last season, we see him connect on an 81 yard pass to Deshaun Jackson for a touchdown. And obviously, Deshaun's the greatest deep threat of all time. Literally. But tons of juice on that ball. Yeah. And I think a guy like Quez. Or even Smith or Rager are able to break one deep on that. And uh, as been historically noted the past, I guess three years now, that Dallas secondary is womp womp. So <laughs> I, they're going to have their chances um, Monday yeah. night. I, sp- I think especially a guy like Quez and I think Devontae too. They're both going to really have their chances to to get loose. And it's all it, all it takes is one, right? Just like we said like last week, like they missed that, they missed that red zone shot, and Quez got tackled, and the momentum changed. It can be the complete opposite Monday night. Like yeah. Quez, Quez catches a deep one and takes it in, or Devontae goes fifty yards or one. All of a sudden, you're looking at it you're like, all right, yeah, like, we can play with these dudes, and we're gonna we're gonna pitch and catch all night. So all it takes is literally one one switch for for the vibes to change. Yeah. And gotta hit it early. Like I think they had they had the right idea going for those deep passes yep. early to yep. set the tone, momentum builder against a team that's favored. They're going down on the road, underdogs for the third time this season. Yep. And take a shot early. You know, I, I like a first and ten read option rollout in. Throw it as far as you can and hope this guy runs as fast as he can. If you don't, well, it's second down. Also, also help your defense out. Like get get Booby out in space a lot. You know, yeah. give him a, give him a health, give that that small defensive line a hefty dose of the run game. You know, beat up on them a little bit. You know, and let's and let's see, let's see what let's let's make them make them be good at something, right? So like if you if you're playing uh, a defense that has questions, question question marks. Like make them be good at something. Yeah. Make them show you what they can stop. And if they can't stop anything, then run everything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just you, but you got to do it early, like you said. Like you have to, you have to really test them early and, and see what they're about. And see what they're going to let you have that night. I think we could be in for a big Miles night. Now I'm not the the world's biggest mm-hmm. Miles Sanders fan, but Week One played really, really well. And I think yeah. in a, in a weird way, this Eagles team feels like a dome team, don't you? Yeah. Like the speed, they're not really like a great show or, on turf type team. Yeah, not, and not I think talent, playing not the talent, but like yeah, the play, like how quickly they want to play, yeah. move for sure. Yeah, and there his line isn't on DraftKings. I'm looking on FanDuel if they have an over under for him. I wish they would have a over under total for rushing yards because I could see this being a 200 yard game, win or lose. You know, yeah, what oh, if yeah. Hurts break 70. Yeah. You have Miles putting up 95, 
and you have Gainwell in there, and maybe you have an end around the Jalen Riker. And then that's what I was saying earlier in the just in terms of you know what they do. Like you know, I, I know the they have the Jalen Smith and the late Vanderesh's of the world too, but like test everything. Like see what their second level of that defense is like. You know, get get Gainwell out of space. You know, get Booby out. Uh, you know, and really try to gash them, you know, in, in as much as possible because uh, they haven't shown anything yet. Like, the same questions that people have been asking in the offseason and, and and in the first couple of weeks of the season are the same questions they had this week. It's like, can they get a stop? You know, like, can they get can they get Dak and that offense back on the field? Yeah. And the best way to the best way to help your defense out is to keep them on the sideline. Like, that's really it. They crush the clock in the second half of week one. Yep. I think they're able to do that and might not be the most analytically progressive game, but ultimately you have to play towards your talent. This team is an exceptional running team, best in the NFC statistically right now behind Baltimore and probably just looking at it in a vacuum, second behind Baltimore overall. Which, and, is, which is crazy. Like it's, yeah. not, it's, it's not too far-fetched, but like, yeah, right now to be, to be leading the, the – to be lead dog in that – and that race is, is nuts. I love it. And we still don't even truly know fully what a Nick Sirianni offense looks like. We've oh, seen yeah. some little things these first two weeks. So I'm hoping, obviously, I hope the Eagles have a big offensive performance. Yeah, no crap you hope that. <laughs> but I'm hoping we get a greater insight into how Sirianni is going to form this team. And obviously, I'd want it with some – Perfect execution along the way. Yeah, I, I think that um, you know, in a seventeen, geez, a seventeen game season, you can't unleash everything at once. And I think that even he is trying to figure out still what he has. Right? So he knows he's never called plays before, right? He's done two he's also, two times in his life. You know, this is his. You know, this is him calling plays and him trying to figure out what's going on. Like to his to his credit, however much you want to give him, you know, he said that. Obviously, he hated the the end around call to Greg Ward last week, and he hated a lot of that stuff he called in the red zone. And that's you're gonna have to take those those growing pains with a coach, you know, with a first time head coach. That's self awareness is key. Self awareness is 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 first and foremost. It, like admitting <laughs> the first part of admitting the problem is having a problem is admitting it. Like he he admitted like look like I didn't count on my horses. When we're in the red zone, I got too fancy, and like that's cool. So maybe you know. They get down to the red zone Monday night, and he calls another Greg Ward like fake pass. Then we'll have something to yell about. But like right now, like I'm yeah. willing to give him benefit of the doubt and say, you know, if that if that opportunity comes up again Monday night, he won't get fancy. He won't get fancy about it. Yeah, when on a double pass where Jalen Rager throws an interception right. targeted for right. JJ Ortega Whiteside, then we could break right. out the pitchforks and then like, we'll then we'll break out the pitchforks. What the like, f are you doing? Yeah, like then, then we can get, we can really, really start burning the ships. But like right now, I, I'm fine with letting them live. It's, it's a, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. Give him another chance. Like let, let's see, let's see what else he can pull out the out that bag. Do two little segments. Do the vibe check, and we'll finish up with our college football picks. Bet. What's your vibe check this week? So I, so I'm, I'm listening to a lot of people, right? You, you include. I know we talked about it offline too but like i feel like a lot of people um don't know 
how to feel about this game. And like Dallas week is always so precious to us, but I think a lot of people were had their win taken out of themselves because of last week, rightfully yeah. so. Um, yeah. But I think that this is, this is a proud team. Like there's a lot of proud players on there. So I, I think that they're going to go down there and, and maybe surprise some people. I don't know if I like the three and a half, um, but my vibe is telling me that they're gonna they're gonna do their, at least do their best to go take care of business. So I like us, I I like us by four points. Okay. Um, my my confidence comes from the fact that it's a big week, it's a rivalry week, and I feel like Jalen Hurts is a guy who takes things. Personal. Jalen Hurts is a prime time player. Yeah, he he took last week personal. I feel like. Yes. He hasn't been that talkative this week, which is perfect. I love that. I think he's been doing a lot of studying, think about a lot of working, and I think that they've taken they they took last week personal that at least that offense did. Yeah, feeling okay. You know, if if they won on Sunday, even if it was an ugly win, yeah, you know, I'd be I'd be levitating doing this podcast outside <laughs> ten feet right. in the air. Yeah. Um, but a win, it's a divisional game. You know, you could do the cliche, throw out the record books thing. But right. as I said, three of the last six games down there have gone to overtime. These things are close. And if you go in there and maybe if it's a, you know, the Eagles lost the game they should have won in week two, maybe they won a game they shouldn't have in week three. And, hey, it's 2-1. Right, exactly. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I feel like another thing that, that kills the vibe sometimes is that we have to wait until Monday night. If yes. they were coming, if they were coming off a win, I wouldn't care. I'd be like, cool, like we, you know, stress free, you know, football weekend. Monday night, we'll get it done. But now that we're all so anxious to see how they respond, and it happens to be week three against our one of our most hated rivals, everybody's dying. Like, like the existential dread, yeah, kicks in Monday, yeah. and whether you're you know, right. you're at work all day. You're just in the right. back of your head thinking, like, I need this game to start. I need to, to be over yeah. almost at the same time. Yeah, because you're like, man, like it's, it's that that feeling of, like, damn, whatever happens, I got to go to work Tuesday morning. Like, I got to get up Tuesday and deal with it. So you're just, you're just praying and, like, look, like, either, either get blown out or blow them out so I don't have to stay up until midnight and watch you miss a field goal or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, hey, just you know, block I, I don't, feel going over time. Right. Like that's that's literally the last thing any of us want. Like I, I just wanna I wanna see them put up a fight. I, I know they will yeah. and I and I wanna see how Jalen Hurts bounces back. Like they the team, his teammates, the coaching staff, they all trust him. So I, I wanna see him show and prove on Monday night. We know who Jalen Hurts the pl- the person is, but let's find out who Jalen Hurts the NFL QB one is on Monday. Yeah, like let's 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 see. Like he's a guy who he's answered the bell right at, at every stop, at you know Oklahoma, at Bama, you know when he when he got drafted, and obviously you know when he was in last year. So like he's, I feel like he's someone who does take his performance and and the role he's given personal. So I'm I'm excited to see how he how he comes out. Yeah. Um, college football picks. I have uh, two that I'm into. All right, Mississippi it. State home dogs versus LSU. I love money that. line money line plus one ten. I'm into that. I and love then that. I, I like Tulane home against UAB minus three and a half. Those are the two ones I'm, I'm into. I have 
Michigan State minus four and a half at home against Nebraska. Um, okay. Michigan State's playing with some juice. I love, I love what their coach, what their new coaching staff is doing, and and how they look. Um, so that's one, one that I'm into. And I have, um, I have Georgia Tech. I have Georgia Tech plus twelve against um, at home against North Carolina. Okay, I'm still I'm on. I, I was on the fence about it, but I, I that's a that's a I feel like that's a that's a game that it's always been tricky. So uh, we'll see what the Rambling Wreck has in store this year. Sounds good. I like that. And UNC's been out. a little shaky. UNC's a little shaky. Yeah, dude, they always are, right? So um, that plus. We would be remiss if we don't uh, shout out our guy Kyle McCord. Who yes, he's starting Saturday. Starting Saturday for the Ohio State University Buckeyes against Akron. I think it's like the line is like forty-eight and a half or something like that. Um, is but he I true know, freshman or redshirt? True freshman. Um, and talking to talking to people around, uh, you know, our people who we know. Everybody's saying like. In, in Columbus, they've been waiting for him to get his shot. Um, so, you know, we'll see. This is this is the kind of game where he can either lose the job for a couple more weeks, or he can hold on to it for the rest of the season. Um, yeah, is he building Columbus, his 2022 Heisman? Right, Heisman right like, he, <laughs> it's a, it's it's um he's a he's a really really good kid. I know a lot of people are pulling for him. A lot of people. Uh, he will pull for him to be their starter coming into this year. Yeah. So it's it's going to be a really really fun fun Saturday. Is Harrison Junior redshirting? Now he's playing. Year? Yeah, he's playing. They're, oh, man. They're Dude, they're Where's the prop bet on them connecting for a touchdown? Yo, I would. You know what? The prop bet on them should be like over under, um, like. Plus seventeen thirty three. Plus yeah, plus, <laughs> that's a good. That's a good one. Plus seventeen thirty three, and they score. They hook up a ton, so I think that I think if Marvin gets his shot, he's definitely going to look for him. Their wide receiver Cordell. I, if anybody, if any of our faithful uh, listeners and watchers um, love college football, the the Ohio State wide receiver core is one that you you want to watch. They are a fun bunch. They got a lot of future pros on there, and those dudes can can catch them. Heck out of the basketball. I mean, football, excuse me. They could probably catch the heck out of the basketball, too. Probably basketball, too. They do. You know what? So that Freudian slip comes from the fact that they do a, um, they do a, like a, a football, a basketball Fridays, like their team does. Okay. Like fun Fridays. It's actually really cool. If you, if you follow, like just go check their Instagram and Twitter. They always do it. It's actually really fun. Um, well, yeah, shout out to him. I know, um, we'll, we'll talk more about, uh, the fun thing that we're doing next Saturday. If you can still yeah. go, if not, I'll, I'll be there for sure. Um, yeah, we got a we got a, another fun football weekend coming up. What time's that game? Three. That game's at three. You should be there. Yeah, you should go. Franklin Field, old stomping easy, grounds. Easy L ride. Easy, yeah, easy L ride. Bring Ash if you want. Have a good time. Also, want to plug Monday. Little watch party, BGN watch party at Pistolas del Sur in South Philadelphia at Broad and Pass Jungle, right off the Snyder Broad Street line stop. So easy to get there. You could Uber down there. You could walk if you're living in South Philly, whatever. Did a watch party there back in 2019 for an Eagles Washington game. Had a blast. 
love the people there. They're hardcore, hardcore Eagles fans. Yeah. There's listeners, the readers should be a blast. I know Monday's a little hard because of work and some responsibilities. So if you can't make it out, I understand. But if you're free, you want to watch the game with some good Eagles fans, have some good food and drinks, crush a pitcher of Marge after Quez Watkins hits on his 91-yard catch for a touchdown. Come on out. I was just going to say, for for anyone who hasn't been, their food is spectacular. Um, it's my, my wife is really, really into Mexican, so we've been a couple of times. Uh, but they have uh, you know, their spicy pork tacos. With, yeah. Like, comes with grilled pineapple and kimchi. Man, man. Um, highly recommend. Like if you're if you're out living in the city and available, definitely come through and holler at the holler at the squad. They might have my favorite wings. Well, yeah, their wings are yo, very underrated. Very underrated. Mexican wings. places do wings really well. And it's not even yeah. like in a specific Mexican style. It just yeah. always seems that way. It's just always it's always how it's cooked. Yeah. It's, and it's not even yeah, it's not even a specific style. It's just the wings are just and you're so flavorful. Yeah. Anything else before we wrap up? Should I have some other fun news we're cooking up too for later in the season? Yeah, we got some fun stuff coming up. We got a couple of a couple of other people to get back to. Um other than that, man, just hanging out, getting ready for fall. Uh, another a bunch of a bunch of fun football stuff coming up and um able to do something spooky around Halloween time. Who knows? I love it. All right. AMDG, keep bleeding green. First and always. Hopefully we're talking after a huge, huge Eagles win next week. <laughs> Tune in. Talk to you soon. Peace. Support for this show comes from HubSpot. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Doing business has never felt harder. But you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You just need HubSpot. Because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this. High-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise Flagship Fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise Flagship Fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com Flagship. This is a paid advertisement.